It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! It's Spooky Saturday. It's Spooky Saturday. It's Spooky Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, hey, hello. It's me, Devin Ray, your ghost host the most, bringing you to the chills and thrills every single Saturday. And I'm joined, as most times, by my fellow med student, Scott Keel. I better stretch before I reach for that. That was Again, great. that was great. It was okay. Was How you doing, Scott Kill? I'm good. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. That's good. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, we're talking about the Reanimator. We yes, Reanimator. We are Reanimator. We're talking about the Reanimator. The Reanimator. Yeah, we're talking about the Reanimator. <laughs> the Kitwaku for the Reanimated. Kitwaku. Uh, because the category on the whiteboard was the reanimated, the reanimator, the reanimated, the reanimated. So we're watching the reanimator, watch the reanimator, he who reanimates. <laughs> um, that's the Swedish title. Yes, he he, he, he who, who reanimates. reanimates. Um, yeah, yeah. Kitwaku Cabin in the Woods Cinematic Universe, where we talk about all movies that are referenced and homaged in the movie Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. And we're on the whiteboard still. Is this the last thing on the whiteboard? No. Okay. We're on the whiteboard still. Yep. For a while. Ca- yeah. And the whiteboard is the. It's a whiteboard. It's a whiteboard. That the researchers wrote all of the names for potential monsters that their victims would choose in the Cabin in the Woods scenario. And this week's category is the reanimated, as we said. Mm-hmm. Reanimator. 1985. Five. 1985. It's a nice little 90-minute sci-fi horror. And if you didn't know it was sci-fi horror, if you watch it with subtitles, at certain points there will be insert mm-hmm. creepy sci-fi music to let you know yeah. that it is sci-fi. So it's originally based on H.P. Lovecraft's short story, Herbert West, Reanimator. Gotta love the racist man. <sighs> But yeah, it was originally envisioned as a stage play, mm. which makes, makes a, a lot, lot of sense. sense when you watch the movie. Yeah, it would be a much better play play. Mm-hmm. But but no, it's a movie. It's a movie. Like, actually, now that I think about it, if it was a play, it would be like. It would be like watching an, a, a serious attempt at a non-musical version of Mm. Of Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. So the original movie, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, like everybody's (laughs) taking it seriously. There's no musical numbers, but it's like this, you know, dude has a secret science experiment that turns out to start killing everyone in an attempt to control things for itself. Yes, like <laughs> it's kind of it, but it instead of it being a giant plant that he got unintentionally it's herbert west 
Herbert West. Med student. Herbert West uh, has figured out how to extend human life after brain death. Or he is attempting to. Yeah, it's a kind of like a parody riff on Frankenstein. Yes, thousand percent. He doesn't have to like sew a bunch of corpses together. He just has this reagent mm-hmm. serum that he injects into the cerebral cortex, and that's supposed to it reanimates the dead mm-hmm. my problem is is that the longer you go after they've died the more violent supposedly they but they're all they violent, seem violent no matter no what. matter what yeah. like i th- bear i think it's based scooby i can i'm doing a podcast episode so i need to focus on speaking clearly um I think they borrow from the pre-existing zombie lore. Mm. And I mean, it's in HP Lovecraft stories are like that too. It's like come back to life and then you're violent. Yeah. Cause you're not supposed to. Cause I mean, it depends on where you are in history, but it could be based on Freud's analysis of the, the id, the ego and the superego or, or it's like, Oh, well then it's your, your, lizard brain yeah self like you come back and like yes your body reanimated but it reanimated solely with your lizard brain yes no soul no frontal lobe but they do have a frontal lobe in this because they make a big point that this dr hill hill dr hill hill has a laser a laser it's a laser surgical drill where he drills into the frontal lobe through the forehead using a laser for a lobotomy for lobotomizing so he could be in control of people like here's the thing so here's here's the thing the the science fiction of it all Mm -hmm. and i mean obviously reanimating people science fiction but beyond that they take it a step further Mm -hmm. where it seems like whoever reanimates the dead Mm -hmm. has control over, over the them. dead yes and this lobotomizing laser that this doctor has created this dr hill has created not only like it gives you further control mm-hmm. over those you have lobotomized mm-hmm. so it's like he at the end of the movie he like has a whole army of reanimated corpses that he has given the serum to and lobotomized yes to reanimate them. Yes. Where he got that much serum? He took the notes. Okay. So it must be very easy to make this yeah. glow stick goo. Yeah. There's also just like ignore or, or don't ignore. Uh, forget any knowledge of how anatomy works. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't like, matter. The brain needs to be put in a tub of in a like a little pan of blood so that it can have blood but so, there's no heart circulating it. Okay. He was suffocating when he was in a ba- when the head was kept in a bag. But there's no lungs. Yeah, it's very B movie. Yeah. E. Yeah. Uh and like he reanim dude man at, at the the first attempt that they really make for human reanimation after the cold open 
Mm-hmm. He reanimates him, putting the serum into his brainstem, but kills him by running a bone saw through his chest. His chest. But it seems... Yeah. I think it's just one of those Ryan George because moments. Yeah, exactly. How does that work? Because. Because That works. Like, so Herbert West is the most intense little incel man. Yes. Redditor. (laughs) That is studying in Zurich. And debatable whether he killed his professor or not. Either he killed his professor or his professor died. And as soon as he died, he attempted to react. His professor might have been like, I'm going to kill myself. Bring me back. I think we're ready for human trials. That's also possible. But we start with this very intense little man. Yeah. uh, Being kicked out of medical school in Zurich. So he goes to medical school in the States. So he goes to medical school in the States where there's this like odd, just odd relationship. So these people are in medical school. They've graduated from their undergraduate courses. They are at least 21. Right. Yes. At least. At least 21. There might be in the residency. They might be 24. They might be 25. And we're forgetting the protagonist is actually Mr. Kane. Dan Kane. Dan Kane. Not Dean Kane. No. Dan, Dan Kane. Dan Kane is dating the Dean's daughter. Yes. Um, Dan Dean Kane, daughter dater. Yes. Boo! Uh, so, wait, okay, so we, when we meet Dan, though, he is doing the worst chest compressions in the history of medicine. It, uh, I mean... At least he's doing chest compressions. But he's like, not. He's doing like a little shoulder shrug while yeah, he's so like. like in, in when he's pressing in on the chest, instead of letting, instead of pressing into the chest, he's trying to create the illusion of it by when he pushes down, letting his torso drop mm-hmm. so his shoulders go back. So, so there's not actually anything being pressed down against there's no compression in the chest compressions all chest no compression (laughs) and then then they give up almost immediately and the 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 actual like doctor who's like teaching them things is like dan 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 you have to know when to stop a A good good doctor doctor knows when to stop knows when to stop and it's like you You were doing chest compressions for five seconds yeah like you it's shorter than a tiktok and i would say that like Maybe we missed, like, we're coming into it late and Dan's been doing chest compressions for a while. But no, this the chest compression stuff comes back and he gives up after, like, 30 seconds of chest... And it's like, that's... It's not enough time, my guy. Also, chest compressions aren't necessarily even all the time a, this is, I'm going to bring them back using chest compressions. You're keeping, for those of you who don't know... Chest compressions are to keep blood flowing. You're functioning as the heart until revival, the necessary means of revival, can take place. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not like the movies where you do chest compressions and then they suddenly wake up. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. That does happen, but, like, it's it's not time, what it's for. Not purpose, yeah. <coughs> if they do wake up, great. But a lot of the time it's like keep blood flowing until medical treatment can be provided. Right situation uh, to avoid brain death to avoid brain death that's exactly right so nonsense 
It's the worst medical hospital. It is. And also, like, there's, like, one instructor. Yeah. And a dean. But Dan is dating the dean's daughter. (laughs) Dan is dating the dean's daughter. Daughter dated Dean Dan. Dean is very puritanical. So they're engaged. Dan Dan and the dean's daughter are engaged. But the dean can't know that they're having sex because they're not married. But they're in their 20s. But they are in their 20s. Like like fully fully in their 20s. In their 20s. Dan um, has his own place. Yeah. And like okay, so we get all that and then like our little intense red pill guy shows up <laughs> and he's like I'm new. And they're like, oh, hello, new. Welcome. This is Dan. He's one of our best and brightest. And this is Dr. Hill. He's our best teacher on... He's our grant getter. Yeah, he, 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 he does is like brain surgery, science, science stuff. stuff. And, Dan, and, 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 and Herbert just like rips into <laughs> fucking Dr. Hill. He's like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. You're outdated. You're, you're a, a dinosaur. You're a plagiarist. You're a fuckhead. And I hate you. Um, <laughs> and you are old. And and the dean is like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm sorry. Come to dinner at my house, Dr. Hill. Yeah. Um, so, but he's, here's my thing. My whole thing about this whole fucking movie is like, Herbert's in the wrong, but he's not wrong. Right. Like, Dr. Hill is a piece of shit. And an idiot. And an idiot. Yeah. And a And Herbert is right that it works. It's the Jurassic Park question. It's that, like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. He is physically capable of reanimating dead Dead organisms. Yes. So that they can move around with some form of cognitive sense. Mm Mm-hmm. It might be minimal cognitive sense, but like, it but some. does work. Yes. Is it ethical? Probably not. Probably not. not. Is it a good idea? Clearly not by all uh, experience mm-hmm. displayed in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time they reanimate anything, someone gets hurt, something goes horribly wrong, mm-hmm. or someone dies. Mm-hmm. Um yeah yeah i i don't there's like okay if you've been listening to this podcast for a minute you know how i feel (laughs) about animals particularly yes this is there is a cat that does get harmed but i don't feel bad for it it's a puppet it's a gremlin cat cat, the cat dies off screen Mm -hmm. and the reanimated cat is a hilarious critters <laughs> puppet munchkin that gets brained against the wall it in the get... most like hilarious martin mcdonough-esque stunt it does get fully chucked up against the like, wall fully like chucked and like basically explodes like it hits the wall and there's like a big old chunk of red that gets left on the wall uh it's, I'm, it's nonsense i'm so mad for women in this, movie. in this movie and in general, but like, yeah. well, so there are there are three women in this movie. There is the dean secretary who does basically nothing. There is a dean secretary. I forgot about her. Exactly, she does basically nothing. Uh-huh. There is the woman doctor who oversees the residence. 
These are the living women. Yeah. There are two female cadavers. Cadavers. One a larger bodied lady. Yeah. One a smaller bodied lady. Yeah. Both fully nude. Yeah. And then there's the dean's daughter. And then there's the dean's daughter. Who also gets fully, fully nude. nude. Twice. Twice. And the second time is in a very graphic, compromising way. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of these women are well-written. No. The dean's daughter constantly is like, but daddy! <laughs> My dad! Like, and like, anytime she finds herself in a situation of conflict, you watch her like passionately protesting mm-hmm. always unsuccessfully always always like and to cap it off like the prime example of this is she's been strapped to this table at the wrists and ankles and yes she's able to free one arm but then doesn't free herself She's no. still asking to be let go as though she can't just Un- undo the other buckles. I don't know why. Here's here's another thing. Here's another thing. Why are there restraints in the morgue? Why are there restraints in the morgue? There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. Because. Because. <laughs> that works. Um, so, Dr. Hill also is, uh, like obsessed with the dean's daughter oh yeah grossly obviously and inappropriately like like uh, psychopath levels of obsessed like he has a folder in his office of like clippings from newspapers about her a lock of her hair a bit of fabric from something that she she wore that's and it's plaid Mm. so it's probably a school girl's Mm. skirt from her uniform in like middle school or high school maybe he's obsessed it's gross like he kind of hits on her and and i think if you've watched enough movies from the 80s you kind of go like "Ah, that's just how men that's just how men are um but then it gets worse and worse like she her dad gets her dad dies her dad dies and gets by by corpse yeah corpse so Okay. <laughs> okay. So Herbert Kane. Herbert West. Sorry, Herbert West moves in with Dan Kane against the daughter's advice. Yeah, she's like, that guy's fucked up. Don't let him in here. But they end up rooming together. They end up getting. Dan finds out about Herbert's experiments, and Herbert's like, you'd be perfect. So they decide to just do this. Then Dan sees the cat reanimated and goes to the dean, and he's like, bro he can do he this figured it out and the dean's like you're crazy you're this happens all the alone. time he's expelled every you couple of years kids. every couple of years a med student thinks they figured this out and i'm like what how many zombies are so <laughs> and so like now like he can't dan loses his student loan which the dean apparently has power over which means that he can't it's a scholarship. He revoked his scholarship and without a no, scholarship. He revoked, his, he revoked his loan. The 80s were a wild time. Yeah. Credit didn't exist. Yeah. So I fully believe so that the dean had like, control over that. He can't afford to go to school. And he's like, that's not my problem. And you can tell Herbert that he's not welcome here anymore. So Dan's like, okay, fuck it. So they sneak into the morgue because Dan knows the morgue guard because he, that he was on body cadaver duty 
every time for some reason. So they sneak into the morgue and they start injecting. They inject this dude who's like, well, yeah. The, so Herbert's like new hypothesis after proving that this reagent word used way too many times uh is effective is that like if he could get within a shorter amount of time from death it might uh head off the violent reaction and so like they go through and look at all these toe tags and they're like (laughs) like burned in a fire hit by a semi uh shot himself in the face with a shotgun can't do that guy can't do that guy and then they're like oh this guy Oh, he just dropped dead. He's perfect, except for his heart not working. And he, like, they picked the most muscly fucking wrestler-looking dude. 240-pound John Cena-looking motherfucker. Uh, Setting themselves up for failure. And he goes bonkers and starts trying to, you know, kill everyone. And the Dean is, like, knows or suspects that Dan and Herbert are going to go to the morgue. And so he's like, he's like, I told the morgue doctor to not let him in here. And they're like, he's in surgery, which like, <laughs> I don't know how hospitals work, but that doesn't sound right. Don't know how hospitals work, but... That doesn't sound right to me, but, uh, he, he goes down to the morgue to like find them. And wrestler dude kills the Dean by chucking him against a wall. Yeah. And then they finally get rest they kill wrestler dude by running bone, saw. bone saw through his chest. Bone saw is ready. Bone saw McGraw. Oh, uh, I was quoting Spider Man. I was too. Bone saw McGraw. Isn't that the Spider Man wrestler guy? Bone saw McGraw? I thought it was just Bone Saw. No, oh, I thought it was Bone Saw McGraw. Maybe we're both right. Maybe we're both right. Anyway. The human spider! Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man. Flip it and flop it. And then... Uh, Bruce Campbell. Um, God damn it! <laughs> and then he reanimates the Dean. Yeah. And uh, the Dean obviously has like just died. Yeah. And so it's like perfect. But the Dean also gets super violent. But particularly towards Dan... Because he doesn't like Dan and Herbert. And then when his daughter comes in, is like, Daddy! Then he's like, oh, my daughter. And, like, calms down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But And they're able to restrain him and say that he's crazy and that he's the one that, like, did that to the corpse and attacked them and he's lost his mind. So Dr. Hill then lobotomizes him while hitting on his daughter. Yeah, he gets medical <laughs> consent from the daughter to perform a surgery and she's like i don't want to know anything about it yeah i don't want to hear about it fix it but i think he maybe doesn't need that what if i just talk to him and he's like no (laughs) you can't talk to your dad but if you ever need somebody to talk to to, (laughs) you could talk to me you must be so lonely yeah um and because her dad is dead and now crazy reanimated she's like dan we're through yeah they have the dumbest reconciliation maybe 20 minutes later yeah where they are not talking to one another but it sounds like they might be if you're not paying attention like they're i wanted to hate you so bad talking to each other but none of their lines correspond to anything that's been said previously no the uh, we're not hearing the actual prompt of the words hello i'm hungry what are you doing tonight? 
I want to go eat food. Like, it's like, can you, can you talk? Can you talk? To, it's like one of those open scenes. Do you remember in college? Did you do open scenes in I hate, acting? I hate everything that you're saying right now. <laughs> is that like, what time is it? 1030. 1030. 1030. No. No. Did you see the thing? Did you see the thing? Well, I must have. <laughs> I hated it. I hated open scenes. They all sound so stupid, but it sounds like an open scene. It does, and it's bad. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, I don't know. Dr. Hill ends up finding out about Herbert's experiment. Well, he's like, oh, shit, he was right. So he goes and he, he confronts Herbert, and he's like, you're right, and I'm going to say I discovered it. Yep. You're going to be my bitch. Because I will say that you are a plagiarist and that you're crazy and a murderer if you don't let me steal this from you. And Herbert's like, okay, you want to see some dead cat tissue come back to life? I'm pretty good with a shovel. Sets it up. (laughs) And then he takes Dr. Hill out with the shovel. He, like, knocks him in the back of the head and then decapitates him. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. And then... He's like, I never tried to reanimate whole parts. <laughs> but whole bodies, yes. Whole, whole parts. parts. Whole parts. Why the body? Why not just so the he head? Reanimates, he injects one part of the serum into the removed head. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of the serum into the heart, heart of the body. Which you would think would just come straight out of the neck like a fountain. If, yeah. the, if it worked. Yeah. Because we also learn a bit later that you need to constantly re-up your your glow stick juice to stay alive and your glow stick juice like he had to because he had to re-inject himself with more serum like three times yeah the dr hill because dr hill ends up knocking out herbert kane once he's reanimated and not herbert kane herbert west herbert west when he's reanimated and picking up the head and putting it in a bowling bag and stealing all of his notes and shit (laughs) oh my god oh my god and then the body the The body body is carrying the head but he's wearing this like stupid anatomy mannequin head as his head yep yep Ah! with a surgical mask over it it's like half the face is removed it's the open ocular cavity like and it's so so stupid it's so stupid but he goes to the morgue and he has the dean go get his daughter yes because he has lobotomized the dean and so he the, has control over the dean now. yes and he can also he has like a psychic link with everybody he's lobotomized yep yep so if he's hurt they get hurt he can speak to them yep. through soundproof glass yep. and space and time yep. and psychically yep. and he yeah he tells the dean to go get his daughter and the dean does and like slams dan daniel kane Against the wall. A lot of wall slams. A lot of wall slams. And, like, slams Dan against the wall hard enough that he, he cracks Dan's, like, it's a They're... wall. Like, it's a drywall. It's not like a corner or mm-hmm. anything. He throws Dan into the wall hard enough that his skull cracks open so that there is a blood spot, splotch. Yeah. On the wall where Dan's head hit it. In any other movie, that would spell death. Yeah, Dan and Dan's fine. Dan's fine. He gets up and shakes it off. He's a little dazed when Herbert gets to him. Yeah. When, he's like... When Herbert wakes him up, he's like, oh. But uh, then he's like, my girlfriend! And, like, comes straight to. 
Yeah. Uh, God, I can't even remember her name because I was like, "Is it Sydney? No, it's Sandra. No, Sally. Something. Something. Samsonite. Samsonite. I was um, way off. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they they go and they uh, so. It's also the weirdest scene because, like, lobotomized dad throws his daughter down on a morgue table. Yes, and, in a and, nightgown, and then and rips, rips her it off. off violently. So, and she is fully nude. And then, what's the word I'm looking for? Lashes her to the table with restrains these, her with her. the with the hand, the they wrist, look, and ankle. And they they're they're like those 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 medical. They're psychiatric restraints. Psychi- yeah, it's like they they're literally for people that's like. We don't trust you to stay still, mm-hmm. and they strap you down. But barely. He like it's if you look. He, at, I think he deliberately. I think they're trying think, to say that Daddy Dean is overcoming his his mind control lobotomy because of his love for his daughter, just enough that he intentionally leaves one hand restraint undone. Daddy Dean. Um, it's the only thing I can think of as to why that would happen. Right. And so again, she gets one restraint free, and man, like headless, headless uh, Hill, headless Doctor Hill, is like trying to like suck on the daughter's nipples and eat her out, and she's like, "Oh no!" and just like her free hand pushing his head further down instead of freeing herself or grabbing him by the hair and the, throwing the, the head. severed head that his body is holding for him like, I, it, it, it makes you just so upset it's, it's very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah it's very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable and yeah and then the the boys show up <clears throat> to save the day yes but at some point during all of this Dr. Hill was able to reanimate and lobotomize every corpse in the morgue. Yes. Which there's been no movement in the morgue. At it's, all it's, up to this point. It's it, like suddenly it's like, I've been doing my own preparations. Well, but I mean like, no more bodies have come in. Nope. No bodies have gone out for processing. Nope. I understand if these are people that have somehow dedicated their bodies to science right. post-mortem yeah. but it doesn't feel like that it feels no. like it's a normal morgue that nobody has come to claim these bodies but now they're they're all they all get up at the same time because like herbert's like i've got a plan talking to dr hill's head and dr hill's head is like so do i yep. <sighs> and then they all get up and they all attack and finally uh, uh daughter dean um is able to get through to her daddy dean zombie yeah and be like daddy and he's like ah daughter and so he starts helping them and fighting back and then herbert has this plan that is not clear has not been talked about at all where he's like one more dose and he gets two giant syringes of glow stick juice and shoots up the back of the body of dr hill yeah um while daddy dean crushes Dr. Hill's head. Yep. Um, like a melon. And then everybody doesn't just run. N- yeah, nobody runs. Everybody's like, oh, Everybody just kind well, of stands there and like, watches. Daughter Dean is checking on Dan post-corpse throwing. Again. Because there's a lot of throwing. Um, and then uh, uh, an intestine tentacle... Jumps out of the body. 
of, of Doctor Hill, Hill, and 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 Python strangles Herbert. I was gonna say like uh uh, but Tumblr tag fanfic tag. Yeah, and Herbert's like, like Dan, my notes, my notes, my notes. And Daddy Dean is like makes one last ditch effort to get them out of the fucking morgue before he is promptly ripped up mm-hmm. by the other corpses. Like all the limbs, all over. Uh, Just bad they, time for Daddy Dean. They finally run. Yes, and they get to the elevator, but a body gets in and starts strangling Daughter Dean. So Dan runs all the way down to the other end of the hall. <laughs> to get a fireman's axe and comes back and chops the arm off of this thing <laughs> at which point daughter dean is dead she's unconscious because it has choked her out and broken her trachea oh yeah it broke her trachea so here's the thing they get her up to the hospital and he starts doing chest compressions. his chest compressions and they're like she's got a broken trachea dan i'm sorry it's too late and i'm like bro keep doing chest compressions perform a tracheotomy yep get this woman breathing again and she'll be fine and she'll be fine she's like semi-conscious not able to respond like what the fuck dan and then dan seeing that she's dead great gets some serum out of the bag with that having learned not a goddamn thing and reanimates her and that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. That's how the movie ends. That's it. What the fuck? I, I know I picked it. Don't cheat death. Don't cheat death. Don't cheat death. Final destination. Yeah. Death will come for you. Yeah. I... <sighs> I've seen this movie a couple times, obviously. This was my first. This is your first. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, Worse? Better? Medium? I've seen it. You have seen it. It's a thing you have seen. It's a thing that I've seen. So now when the reanimator gets referenced, I can go, oh, yeah. I've seen that. I saw that movie. And that's it. And that's that. I don't have anything more to contribute to the conversation unless you're going to talk about this movie, in which case I'm going to tell you that movie's trash. It's not trash. It is bad. It's but camp. it's a good time. It's bad camp. It's you're right. It's it is a great movie to like play a drinking game to. Yes. Get very high yep. and laugh about shit. Yeah. It's that kind of movie. Yeah. It's it's uh the room. It's the room. It's, it's Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. Yes. Exactly. Very silly time. Yeah. Silly, goofy time. Silly, goofy time. So, with every episode of the Kitwaku, we do a questionnaire. Yeah. A Kitwaku questionnaire, if you will. A Kitwakuqua. A Kitwakuqua. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, and no. <laughs> it's not for any proper evaluation. It's just to sum up the movie. Mm. So, that being said, Scott Keel. Yeah. What would you give the story of the reanimator one out of ten? Um, I think I'm going to give this story a two. (laughs) 
it's it's not a good story. It's not profound. Nothing of there, there, I I don't find any redeeming qualities in the story. I think it's because they're confused about what their outlook is on Herbert West. Because like Herbert West is written essentially as the antagonist of the film, but he's not. But the true antagonist of the film is Doctor Hill. Yes. And I think maybe there was a point at which they were like, Dr. Hill is only the villain after he becomes reanimated. But Dr. Hill was the worst. Before. Long before he was reanimated. Yes. And Herbert West, and maybe they were trying to red herring it, like make you think that Herbert West was going to be the bad guy. Right. But it turns out it's Dr. Hill. And it's like, no, you didn't do an, you didn't do the groundwork to do a switcheroo like that. Oh, also, speaking of plagiarism, sorry, sorry, not sorry. This score is straight up lifted from the Psycho score. No shit, really? Yeah, they added like a drum beat. They did the Vanilla Ice thing. <laughs> no, mine's dun 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 da da dun 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 da da dun dun. Not dun 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 da da dun 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 dun. There's a difference if you listen to the baseline. There's a difference. That's what they did. They said, "Here's the Psycho score," but we're like somebody play like uh, it sounds like Casio drums underneath it. Um. So that that's also wow, that's hilarious. Dock the point. Yeah, I would give it a two. A two for story. Two for story. Cinematography. I don't fucking know. Four, five. I. You are the film bro. No, I know. I'm just saying. There's like nothing. There's a cool. There's a couple cool '80s shots, but that doesn't mean they're exclusive to this movie. No. There's I... nothing revolutionary happening. There's nothing that I was like, "What the fuck was the cameraman thinking?" There? Right. But I it. Nothing great, nothing awful. Yeah. The, the cinematography is very mid. Very unremarkable. Yes. Agree. Yeah. What would you give the impact of this movie? One out of ten. A one? Ah, you've heard of it. I've heard of it because it was referenced in American Beauty. Right. That's, so you've heard of it. Right. That's why it gets a one. Oh! <laughs> it has been remarked on. Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> as, a, as a cover for a weed deal. I do feel like it's a one of those tests. It's not a test, but it's a secret language. Like horror film bros. It's not like the most obscure thing, but it's definitely one of those, like, have you seen Reanimator? I just, I guess I feel like Frankenstein would be, is impactful. Mm -hmm. This is just a derivation of Frankenstein that's not as good. Mm -hmm. I agree. So like, yeah, okay. One, maybe a two. One or two. What did you give the editing? The editing's like a three. It's really not good. It's not good. The editing is like there's not not that there's any crazy editing mistakes, mm -hmm. but there's definitely some very weird, weird editing choices. Yes, musically and visually. Yes, or I shouldn't say musically, sonically and visually. Yes. Is this movie scary? No. Is this movie iconic? I don't think so. 
I don't. Again, I think you're right. I think there's like a. I don't want to say red pill, but definitely film bro culture around this movie. Yeah. I guess given the context of this movie, it probably is kind of red pill because this movie is like quintessential women are helpless idiots, Mm -hmm. men, man fight man monster, man fight, fight man, survive win. Uh, yeah yeah red pill yeah so probably not too impactful mm. but kind of mm-hmm. would you watch this movie again sure for fun for fun for funsies what other movies would you suggest for the idea of the reanimated frankenstein frankenstein any of the iterations of frankenstein, frankenstein? Also, I'm trying to think of like reani- like now that you've asked me that, there are reanimator movies out there that aren't this, but I can't think of what It's a trilogy. What's a trilogy? The, the reanimator, reanimator movies. Oh god, I don't want to see the other two. No, but there's 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 like what am I trying to I swear we're going to get done with this podcast and I'm going to be like, "Oh shit, there's like this movie and this movie and this movie that all deal with like uh, I mean, shit, technically the mummy. <laughs> it's, or any zombie movie. Or it's any, like. Or any zombie movie. Or Pet Cemetery. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Where things come back to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Lots of things you could watch. So. Would you? I'm sorry. I'm getting texts from my boss. Um, Would you be worried if this was your chosen scenario for the Cabin in the Woods? So here's the thing. I don't know because it's still unclear to me how these fuckers die. It seems they just die. Like like the normal humans. humans, But like like they reanimate them, but then you kill them the way you would normally kill a human, they die. Yeah. So, no, I don't think I would be too worried. And it's not like if they bite you... You get re- you get. It's sick. just the strength, the full-blown strength of another human. Yeah, just a fully... A, a human that knows nothing but, like, rage and attack. Yes. And doesn't care that they're going to hurt themselves in hurting you. Mm-hmm. Like, that is scary, but, like, I think the, we'd be okay. Okay. That is... I mean, we obviously don't live in this the world of this movie where getting chucked against the wall is enough to crack my skull open. So, but I mean, hospitals in this world give up on you after six seconds. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to pull up to see what's next on the whiteboard, but we are actually not oh, yeah, doing that's a right. Kitwaku episode next week. Okay. What are we doing next week, Scott? Next week. We begin the Flanagan Files. <laughs> the Flanagan Files. The I'm Flanagan sorry, I laughed files. so loud while you were saying it for the first time. The Flanagan Files. Flanagan Files. Why? What are the Flanagan Files? Flanagan Files are TV shows and movies written and directed by Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think others call it the Flanagan Experience, but I like... Flaniverse or something, yeah, something like, like that. that. But Devin and I came up with the Flanagan Files. And Before Netflix came up with its own thing for yeah, it. And we, we prefer it. Yeah. Um, so, and this is important. <laughs> Dear listeners. Tell them. Heed our words. Tell them. 
start with Bly Manor. We're going to start next week with a, a full series recap we're of gonna, The Haunting of Bly Manor. We're going to attempt a full series recap of The Haunting of Bly Manor, yeah. And then it'll it'll be Bly Manor and then Hill House. No. No? No. What is it? It's Bly Manor. Hold on. Let me pull up the list. Okay. Hold but on. The, it's important that you don't watch Hill House first. first. Watch Bly Manor first. It's I'm, better than I'm way. scrolling. Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh-huh. Gerald's Game. Oh, we're doing Gerald's Game in between. Okay. Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Hush. Midnight Mass. Oculus. And then all of that will come culminate in the Halloween season with the premiere and full binging of The Fall of the House of Usher. That is correct. So, so strap in. Hope you're ready for some sad monologues and some Kate Siegel because yep. that's all we're doing. That's, it's coming. We- and here's the thing, though, is like I know it sounds like a lot to watch an entire season of TV in a week for some people, but like it, they're short. Relatively. They're short, and actors are on strike. Yep. Writers are on strike. Yep. This is the perfect time to watch all the things that you have been waiting to watch. Yep. Because nothing new is coming out. Nothing new is coming out. <laughs> so get used to it. Except, I mean, things that are already going to. So, like, yeah. don't worry. That's also not all that we're doing in the next couple of months. We are also still seeing new, new horror things. movies. Yep. There'll be different episodes coming through. Maybe. We'll see. But, like, what we have scheduled it's gonna be a fun is time. the Flanagan Files and new movies. Yep. It's going to be a fun time. Including Five Nights at Freddy's and Saw 10. With, with I'm going to say this now. On the record, a full recap of the Saw series before oh. we start talking about Saw 10. Oh, God. From Devin. Okay. From me. Okay. My, f- You've already gotten it. Scott's already gotten it because Scott <laughs> yeah. does not watch Saw. He does not see Saw. I don't see Saw. He doesn't see Saw. But I, I see I'm, Saw. I'm going to see Saw 10, apparently. He's going to see Saw 10. Yeah. And I'm going to see Saw so excitedly i've seen every saw movie in the theater so So i have to see saw Saw 10 10. in the theater um so yeah get fucking hyped and (laughs) watch some i'm not gonna spoil it but watch watch bly manor and then come back next saturday so we can talk about it i'm so excited do you have any other any other things love the flanagan files well i'm so excited it's our it's our brand, man. It's sad boy spooky nonsense. Sad boy spooky nonsense. Um, yeah. D- anything else about the reanimator? Anything else about the reanimator? Um, I think this movie could have been a lot better with more women in it. I'm just gonna say that, and I I don't mean that in like the ooh ally kind of way. Ally. I, I just mean like. One of the things that makes, like, like okay, so Night of the Demons mm-hmm. is just as campy, just as ridiculous, just as stupid, but it's, I I, th- I find it more enjoyable, not, like, because there's, there's more women and there's more interaction that isn't just, like, two dudes just being like, what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and, like, the women in Night of the Demons do things. Yes. It's not just, oh, damn. Oh, Daddy! Oh, help me! I'm so helpless! I don't know what I'm doing! Like... 
That's another reason why we're jumping into the Flanagan files, too, is that Mike Flanagan loves his wife so much and gives her so many things to do. Yeah, and he writes good female characters. Yeah. Like, it's... Agree. It's really... It's good, so... Oh, also, we're not watching The Midnight Club, if you're wondering. We aren't doing The Midnight Club. Um, It was supposed to be a multi-season series that got canceled. It feels unfair to... It's a great... Watch it. Have a good time. But we will not be talking about it. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that the first season was definitely counting on another season to explain so many things that yeah. happen and they didn't get it. So yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But we're not going to include it. Right. No Midnight Club. Meow. Meow. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree the reanimator could have used more women. Um, <laughs> everything could use more women. Facts. Femmes. Queer people and people of color. That's what we are all about here on Spooky Saturday. So spooky. So spooky. So. <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> stay hydrated. And as always, stay spooky, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.